Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe, and I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. Yeah, man, we just we just wanted to get friendly with y'all, man. We wanted to just hang out, come into your life, come into your room, and just say what's up, just shoot the shit, you know. That could be kind of creepy and go in some strange person's room. I guess, yeah, your room. Did I say your room? Yeah, <laughs> but that's How about okay. Like you're maybe onto your front stoop. Okay. And just say hi. You know, not like Jehovah's Witnesses or anything. Right, right. Just yeah. like, what's up? Yeah. How's it going? How's your uh how's your COVID hanging? <laughs> I thought it was how's your father? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's how's your father? That's yeah. the uh that's the approved uh greeting in that during these times. Is it? These trying times. How's your father? <laughs> really strange. Why does anybody so. say that? Anyway. I don't know. Isn't that like an Austin Powers joke about some sex act or something like that? Yeah, but it's, it's supposed to be like, how's your penis or whatever. Right. But like, or like, how's your... Like, like shaking hands or something yeah. like that? Like you're holding a penis or something? And yeah. Shaking. Or you're like doing the like cough thing. How's your father or something? I... I <laughs> I don't know, but God um damn, I'm sweating, man. Oh my gosh, why? Why are you so sweaty? Because all of a sudden it does. Somebody turned up the heat. Oh yeah, well, you know where we live, right? Here, I'll give you a, a sweat rag. Oh, oh, thank you. You can dab. <laughs> dab, little dab will do ya. <laughs> I, I'm afraid I'm gonna go from my normal dewy complexion to a sweaty. Yeah, well, you know, some people pay for that, that dewy complexion. That sweaty complexion? Mm-hmm, that oh, kind yeah, of, like, man. clammy sort of look, you know? That's why they're broken. You're so paid. <laughs> Me is just grease. I'm just greasy. I'm not so much sweaty, but I'm greasy. Hmm. Like, at all times, just greasy. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's so interesting. Isn't that? Yeah. Aren't you glad I told you that? How'd you get so greasy? Is it your uh, Italian heritage? <laughs> <laughs> from the Greek, I, the Greek and Italian Isles of the Mediterranean. I think it is my Italian heritage from the Greek islands. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly it's my Greek heritage from the Italian islands. Yeah, or it's my Italian heritage from the Greek islands. You know, one or the other. Maybe it's my like Euro heritage from the Greek restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of greasy. <laughs> yeah, lamb. Yeah. It's kind of a greasy, fatty meat. Yeah, man. Yeah. How's all your guys' greasy, fatty meats going? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enough about... Are they delicious? Enough. enough How was your week? Enough about uh, penises and meats. Okay. Enough. That's it. That's all I can picture is like a penis like shaking somebody's hand now. Like a penis that has arms. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like an Oscar Mayer wiener? Like that uh, documentary we watched about that certain group that we'll probably discuss later. Oh, yeah. Uh, And how on their first tour they had a giant dick. Right. Like coming out of a box or something (laughs) on stage. And that was like (laughs) apparently all a joke or something. Well, that is a joke. I mean, why would you want that? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like why would anybody (laughs) need that on stage if if you're not like... I don't even know why you would need that at all. Maybe oh I know. What if you're like a burlesque performer, and and you like strip down, you know, and expose yourself? Why would you need a big dick coming out of a box? Because that's the big finale. But it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Women yeah. like to do things like um like that are confusing. 
Well, they do, but I mean, as far as like a stage performance, you know, and props, if you're talking about something, some giant prop, right? Like, I like to refer to Dita because she's my favorite burlesque performer. Oh, right. And uh, she always uses a big, giant martini glass, and she gets in there, you know, with her big olive and splashes around and her little Oh, she's in a, in a martini glass? Yeah, it's giant. Does it have like a long stem? Oh, yeah. How the fuck does she get in there? Somebody puts her in there. And then they wheel her out? God, that is weird. Or she rides a big tube of lipstick. Um, you know, so girls, they don't necessarily go right to the genitalia. Like They like to use some other props that they find interesting. I don't know what Guys I th- don't do that. I thought you were going to say like she rides a big tuba or something like that <laughs> out tuba. there. It's like, what? It's like burlesque She's for nerds. Tuba. <laughs> it's like band camp burlesque. I like that. Maybe yeah. she'll do that sometime. Yeah. She also wears ballerina shoes. Okay. You know, in her little like bra is and that, her pasties. Is that like sexy or something? Some people find that sexy. I mean, I know you don't, but. Oh, like, yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> You're like, no. no, no <laughs> normal no, people no. might. No, no. Or I don't know, man. Yeah. So anyway, dude, how's your, how's your week been going, man? Fat fat oh are you kicking out the jams <laughs> no are you pu- uh are you uh dropping fat beats i wish yeah no it's no, no it's actually about fat on my body <laughs> oh that kind of fat <laughs> no ph here man no nope. not this week no just my ph balance no i um you know if my ass gets any fatter i'm gonna have to get a wider table am i right oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah uh, I have. I am not impressed with my spare tire. Okay. And it's making me mad. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Okay. And so I'm going to have to go on a prison diet and a prison workout. Oh, nice. Regime. You brought your accoutrements over I here. I brought my weights. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. You're going to pump the iron? Yeah. Oh, is that punching oh, this me? This way? No, no. Up? It's up, up and down, side to side. Uh huh. You know, forward, back. I okay. Mean, all the angles. Yeah. Except it needs to happen on my butt. <laughs> How does lifting weights like this do anything for your butt? Not done do it a doesn't. Thing. If your butt had arms though, similar to a dick that had arms, <laughs> then maybe it could like push the weight out side to side and then up and down. I'm thinking about you know they make those ankle weights, right? Uh, yeah, you the know home arrest things. No, like for people who are free, but they oh, okay. choose to wear them for fun. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like maybe getting a few of those, you know, like sewing them all together, mm. and then I'd strap them around my thighs. Oh, and so then every time I move my leg when I'm working out, it's like double the uh, effort, you know. Wow. Oh yeah. So like you could turn like uh, you know how like weighted blankets are the thing, you know, for yeah. people who have sensory stuff. I don't know anybody like that. No, I don't know one single person that needs that That's lucky. or uses it. But um, I guess there are people out there fucking weirdos. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so weighted blankets are a thing, but like, what about weighted yoga pants? Oh, man. Dude, like yeah. they're filled with sand. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like where you're going with and that. And so like it it makes your butt look bigger in like the places where you want it to. I don't have any places like that, but yes. <laughs> um, oh, but there, there would be a really delicate balance between the weight of your pants and them falling off while you're doing yoga. So you'd have yeah. to have a very big waistband belt situation, right. you know? Right. 
I am already sensing a new uh, category of pornography coming out. Oh, wow. Yeah, the weighted uh, yoga pant porn. I never want to watch it. (laughs) Deal. (laughs) I will not make you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So uh, how are you? Oh, man. I mean, every week, every day, every second, every moment is just like a new, a brand new experience. Really? Wow. Yeah, like it, each one is distinct. I'm remembering and recalling every single one. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really amazing. Um, no, like everything is just running together. It's just a jumble. I have no idea how long it's been. <laughs> uh, the space <laughs> madness is definitely setting in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Captain uh, Wren or whatever. Captain Wren. <laughs> I'm scanning. Ren and Stimpy. Scan- oh, yeah. I was scanning the old database, and you I remember the Ren and Stimpy like Space Madness uh, segment. No, where like they're on, they're on a <laughs> fuck. I'm sweating. <laughs> this is my prop. This is my, this is my burlesque prop. You feeling sweaty this week? <laughs> uh, yeah. We get a sip of this martini with some Dita Von Tees in it. Ooh. Now you're talking my language. Cool me down. Whoa. Yeah, um, no, it's all running together. Um, you know, we have uh, we've been we've been doing this for a while, I, I guess. I know. I mean, it's kind of yeah, we kept it going for like almost a year. Every week, and uh, yeah, every like week. we're managing so far. Knock on uh, sta- steel, knock on stainless, to um, stay like an episode ahead. So right. we actually have a little breathing room, which is pretty cool. That's nice. I think the, this quarantine situation has helped us get that done. I guess. Yeah. A bit. It is cutting into my my video game time a little bit. Mm. Um, mm. And mm. my <laughs> and my Bosch time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I got a nice early start today. Uh, today was a work day. Um, I actually did wake up fairly, you know, feeling fairly okay. You did. You got up kind of early, and I was like, you were out of bed before me. And no, got right out here. Got right up. Started playing some video games. So I was in my room, and I was like, oh, I bet wow. Jason's making breakfast. I'm <laughs> getting started on work and everything. And I was kind of like dilly-dallying, you know, and I was talking to Charlie. And I finally got up, and I was like, you're in here playing Zelda. No breakfast. No coffee, no work. I was like, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I kept my composure. I felt like no, you did. You did great. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I did make you breakfast. You did, and you got you your know, work done. And I got my work done, and so, we, we did you know, all the things and I stuff. Know. So it's not like I'm a complete deadbeat, you know, like worthless person. I have worth still. I think maybe because that's what I was saying was that you were worthless obviously <laughs> obviously it's not the problem about what you're saying it's what I'm saying inside my head the little the little script I'm, I might be running yeah. over and over you, again you might be I, I, I would like to uh, I'd like to have like a little little um, horn that I can hear what that is in there would it be an Italian horn what what is kiss it? me I'm Italian or something what's it what's that? an Italian horn the Italian horn thing like it's some pin you wear or some I don't know it's like a thing though probably <laughs> a musical instrument or like a horn that comes out of your head <laughs> what are we talking about here yeah Italians used to have horns 
Um, <laughs> but they don't anymore. It's they've evolved. You know, they ground them down. I don't understand what an Italian horn is. Am I don't I know. Dumb? It's just a fucking thing. Like like Italian hair. I don't know. That's the problem. All I know is that there is an Italian horn. And I say Italian on purpose. I know it's an Italian horn. Uh, but it's like a thing that is signifies that you're Italian or Italian or whatever. A symbol? Yeah. But it's just one horn. It's a fucking horn. Like a unicorn. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Well, I guess I'll look into it because, I mean, I am like 1% Italian, so maybe I should get a horn and put it on my clothes or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know how like um, an Irish person might have like a kiss me, I'm Irish pin? Sure. Um, I think an Italian person would have one that said like, I'm Italian, kiss my horn. Or something like that, which is pretty gross. Wow, that is gross. I thought. I don't think that's real. I thought they would have something that said like Italians do it better. <laughs> they would have a FBI T-shirt, a full-blooded Italian. That I've seen. T-shirt. Okay, that I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, anyway, let's <laughs> let's forget about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, no, it's been it's been like a few weeks. Or whatever since it's been one week things happened (laughs) it's been (laughs) um, (laughs) that one keeps Um, coming back (laughs) it'll come back forever yeah since i don't have a soundboard a la red band i have to just sing you the uh the little the little clips until i get my shit together and like remember to plug my little keyboard in Mm, mm. one of these times then you can play us some mystery music you know yeah like while we're talking, like, like make it really uh, interesting. Like that mantis on Space Ghost. Yeah. I can secrete my my uh, pheromones or whatever. Are you doing it now? Somebody crack a window. I don't know. Can you tell? <laughs> you tell me. I think so. Somebody crack a window. <laughs> I mean, I don't really particularly like the show, but I will say that uh, for whatever reason, sometimes these little things get stuck in my head, you know, from shows even I don't like. And and I still say, that's pretty risky, like a shark on whiskey. Mm-hmm. But a shark on beer is a beer engineer. Right. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't Why? know. Why didn't you know that? Some things just get stuck in there. You know, and that's, that's one it, of them. It becomes like a repeating, almost like a, a movie that you're, you know, running in your head or, mm. or hearing <laughs> over and over and over again. Oh. We'll get back to that. Okay. We'll put a little pin in that for now. Okay. We'll get right back to that. All right. I like that. But uh, so I hope none of you are um, injecting any cleaners into your <laughs> into yourself uh, to try to, you know, <laughs> defeat the coronavirus, right? Yeah. I really hope people are not doing that because they would just kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. So I got to like go back. I got to actually like watch that that thing that uh what what the president said because then all these people are saying like oh he's just like trolling he's trolling people like he knows what he's doing he's just like trying to get an uproar out of like people who don't like him about this stupid thing i mean i did see some reports that the poison control center received a lot of calls more than normal so i about like oh i injected bleach into my neck or i drank it or i yeah so I think it had some effect. Whatever that might have been, I don't think it was good. That's not cool. But that, hey, do your own research. Don't take my word for it. 
Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that your reading ra- rainbow yeah. segment? But you don't have to take my word for it. Man, if LeVar Burton would just deliver the the briefing. Wow, I would really enjoy it a lot more. I mean, I can't even watch it. I mean, I have to just read the um, synopsis later. <laughs> like, I can't sit through that. <laughs> so much, just so much. And then uh, they have the, you know, I understand. We we have to. <laughs> Everybody's got to be able to hear this and understand it. So they have sign language interpreters. They have captions, right? They have audio. And for me, personally, that is like too much stuff happening all at once. And it is overwhelming. And I have to not watch it. Are there people in the background like voguing and stuff? Like <laughs> well, popping and locking and like If there was, the then I'd probably have a seizure. You that, know? Sounds, that would be cool, though. <laughs> it's I have, too I much. I don't think I've watched <laughs> one of those. Me so neither. like, I don't know. I see them. I see them on social media. Like somebody is like sharing it and being like, watch this. And I'm like... I got like two seconds into it. I'm like, nope, I'm going to read the summary later. <laughs> if there's anything important, I'm yeah. sure it'll be in the summary. Yeah, so don't be like, um, you know, don't be pulling any Sarah Connors in Terminator 2 and trying to inject. Well, she was injecting it into that psychiatrist's neck or threatening to, to, like, to like get out of prison. Oh, right. Well, now, why did Because she the Terminator have, was coming. Why Why would Sarah Connors have, just have some random thing of bleach on a syringe? Was she well, like hoarding she, it? She like escaped or whatever. Like she was on lockdown. Right. And she found a syringe because she's in like a hospital. Or oh, and, oh, and sh- I see. Okay. And then so like her bargaining chip to like get past the doors or whatever because she knows that the fucking Terminator is coming, right? Yeah. Is like she like fills up the syringe with uh, bleach or whatever the cleaner is and like sticks sticks it in the psychiatrist's neck and then is like holding him like let me out of here you motherfucker uh, right right you know, right yeah whatever great little <laughs> 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 did Sarah know that she was um you know playing into this big this big covid situation uh 20 or 30 years later however the fuck long it's been i will one little side note on that that is like a true story is that whenever i get sick when i was a kid like with a cold or a flu or something if my dad was home he would spray the room with lysol and then he would um try to spray me with lysol if he had to like come over next to me for any reason you know or like touch me and then he would only like he put his hand like in a blanket and then he'd only like touch me with a blanket So, you know, he's been like social distancing in, in regard to sickness for yeah. some time now. Except at first when it came to this thing, mm-hmm. he's like, well, that's a fucking, this isn't real. Right? Yeah, right. And now he's like super paranoid. So yeah. I, I don't know what changed, but <laughs> I really hope like he's somebody where I'm like, I really hope he's not doing that. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's like a, uh, that's like the kind of huffing Lysol or something. Yeah. Like that's the kind of weird kind of suggestion that for people that don't really understand science so when it comes to biology uh it's like a real concern you know like right yeah i'll kill this thing that's living inside me by killing myself kind of yeah yeah then we're we're all good (laughs) i'll just drink battery acid or something it's like the logic that goes into like alcoholics live longer because they're pickled and it's preserved them from the inside i mean that isn't true that isn't why alcoholics live a long time if they do you know yeah (laughs) so (laughs) so the thing's going on for the record uh when it comes to your ass 
uh, I have no problem with any width that that it's oh. that it's achieved. You know, so like I know this is, you know, whatever. I mean, you're it's your own tr- it's your own trip. I'm in charge of my own butt. <laughs> you are, <laughs> uh, definitely. <laughs> I'm not in charge of it. I don't know. I <laughs> think's got a mind of its own. You know? <laughs> Um, Thank you. I, I yeah, and little hands lifting <laughs> weights. No, um, yeah. I mean, it looks f- looks great to me. Um, you know, but like, you got to be happy with your own thing. I mean, like, you can say by that same token, like, oh, you, I like the way you look. Blah blah blah. When you're talking to me or something, I do. Um, and that doesn't stop me from being like, oh, fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's more like, and you have a lot of negative self talk, so that's not good. Because, I mean, really, you could just be like, look at me. <laughs> Regard. <laughs> Regard my <laughs> asshole. Um, you know, so it's all about your own attitude about yourself, you know. But um, I just don't feel very healthy. That's my problem. Me either, man. Yeah. So we got to do something about that. That's why the prison workout yeah. starts Monday. I think it does start Monday. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Check back on that. Push-ups. <laughs> but tonight... It's Pull all up. about potato chips. <laughs> Tonight. We got one last night. Two. Actually, oh, two, two last more. nights. Okay. Because so we're really going to pack it on and then oh, yeah. go prison style. And then it's like fucking ooh, lockdown. You're going to see me just wither away these next few episodes, man. My face is going to get all sucked in. I'm going to look like uh, like uh, Mike D. <laughs> <laughs> From Beastie Boys. <laughs> Probably. I hope you don't because Mike D is not my favorite. No. no. Who's your favorite? Ad-Rock? Ad-Rock, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's so bratty. He is a bratty. <laughs> little bratty boy. Such a brat. Yeah. That must be why I like you so much. I am kind of a brat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, man, we're we're almost a year into this damn thing, huh? Are you surprised? Um, No. I know. I, I knew we had it in us to become <laughs> big stars, man. <laughs> I knew we cool. could grow the audience and we could just fucking kick ass. Just monetize us. Yeah, mm. just ma- just mm. pull in that mailbox money. Oh, but you know what we are pulling in? All the sponsorships. We're pulling in. We're pulling in that mailbox coffee. Oh. <laughs> From Northbound. Indeed we are, yeah. 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 No, there's definitely, there's perks, man. There's perks. There's perks. Just like, uh, you know, just like Gordon Gecko kicks down to uh, Buddy. Bud Fox and Wall Street, man. There's perks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no hookers have come over and taken us like in a, in a you know, ride in the limo. Yeah. I'm really glad because if they did, I would have to slap them around. Oh. Well, I mean, it'd be both of us. <laughs> so Here, like, you can stay home. I guess you. that's, I guess <laughs> if that's your idea of a good time beating up hookers. Well, if some hooker was like, hey, get in the car, I'd be like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I'm not a part of your system, bitch. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so anyway, I we, in case you didn't know, the BC Boys documentary came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, Apple Plus or whatever. Yeah, and w- I had to watch it immediately. Yeah. Because I love the BC Boys. We both did. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. It, it was um, it was kind of fun, and yeah. uh, I recommend it. Well, you heard it here first, folks. LeVar Burton. <laughs> uh, but you don't have to take my uh, word for it. Right. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, yeah, I, I really liked it, too. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm a huge, huge Beastie Boys fan. 
uh, not as big as you, like, but I mean, I've listened to him and I've known him and stuff. And like, I've definitely become more of a fan, like, uh, as time has gone on through, the, yeah, through the nineties and stuff like that. You yeah. Know? Uh, but yeah, no, it was, ir- it was interesting cause I didn't check out that book they came out with last year or anything. So I didn't know a significant amount of that stuff. And there's so much more in the book actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of want to get that again to check it out and like kind of dive into that but i i don't know i found the whole thing to be just really fun and enjoyable and it was kind of weird because like it was obvious that they're i mean it's kind of part of the bit that they were reading off of a teleprompter and spike was like directing from the control booth or something like that you know um and talking sometimes Mm -hmm. or whatever and that was funny and it was i don't know it was just fun that didn't bug me too much um but yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was just like the inspiration, uh, taking inspiration from uh, MCA or whatever. Like, right? He was such an interesting, innovative dude who was just who kind of like pushed that whole thing into existence. You know? Yeah, I think he, like they said, like if it hadn't been for him, they wouldn't have been a band. Yeah, and there's always that one person in a band that is that person. You know, that's like just the go getter kind of like organizer or whatever you know and he was kind of like me for this podcast yeah you know kind of always pushing it pushing it forward you're getting there you're making notes with me not even telling you i got checklists man i'm getting my shit together i'm i was impressed okay you made checklists and i was like wow wowie okay (laughs) now we're talking who is this guy (laughs) um who invited the hottie in there oh yeah checklist that's right yeah um yeah so anyway i it was fun to also see the free tibet stuff and oh yeah um could you see yourself out there in the sea (laughs) Couldn't see myself. Couldn't see yourself. I was out there somewhere. But um, the funny thing about all this is that, like, although I liked the Beastie Boys in theory when I was at that particular concert, I was not really that much of a fan. I didn't really know their music at that point. And so, of course, they're like the organizers and the headliners and all this stuff, right? And so when they went got on stage, I was like, meh. Then I went and ate a euro. <laughs> <laughs> when Beastie Boys went on, you, like... I dipped uh, out. Fucked off. I was just like, eight, eight. yeah, because oh, and probably like the Portageons. There was maybe yeah, you could take a take right. a leak or something. There was like no that. lions. So I was like, hey, this is my hey, moment. Time to get food. Yeah. and take a dump. That's right. So like, <laughs> uh, but the part of the reason was there were all these girls that were like, you know, right in the front row for their performance and they were so gross and irritating I just couldn't stand it. I was like, I gotta get out of here. What were they like? Oh, like taking their boobs out and all this. Oh yeah. Really. For sure. <laughs> that and just like these super hardcore jocks that were just like, I was like, I gotta wow. get out of here. Dang, man. But I remember I them out. in their little jumpsuits and stuff, you know? Oh. Like from a distance, like bopping around. And then I was like, all right, well, when that's over, I'll get back over there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that Beastie like stood for something. It was like an acronym. I know. That was, so that was so silly. Stupid. That was so that was funny. That was like a little kid thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but they yeah. were really young. Oh, yeah. So that makes sense. 14 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Pretty nuts. Uh, yeah, so that was good. Check it out. If you get the Apple, if you buy an Apple product, uh, this episode was sponsored by the good company Apple. Right. Brought to you by Apple Plus. Right. Right? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Boy. Talk about mailbox money. Mm. Here comes that big check. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't going? know. I didn't even know you were out hustling up 
you know, that kind of sponsorship. You know, I just, I can't stop. I'm like a, I'm like a fucking tenacious. Yeah. I'm basically a Terminator. Huh. Two. I'm two Terminators. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, man. Not just one. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you are like two Terminators. Yeah. So how was your, um, it's April. Sure is. Uh, It's almost over. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the latter part of April and there was a, a particular date. Uh, in April mm. that, that certain individuals enjoy imbibing in certain substances. Right. Uh, how was your 420? <laughs> Did you head over to Eureka and go to the 420 Fest <laughs> and all that stuff? And like, uh, Don't you know that they canceled it? Oh, fuck. Really? Did they cancel reggae on the river too? Don't you mean ragu on the river? <laughs> I do. Uh, they canceled that too? The festival. Yeah. I know. I mean, I didn't even go when we lived there. That ain't social distancing. (laughs) So uh, my 420 was a work day. And I know for a lot of people that doesn't matter or whatever. But um, I just worked, you know, pretty much had a totally regular day. Just kind of a normal Um, day, right? But the whole month was 420. So I think for a lot of people that was like an excuse to have, you know, cannabis every day. April 20th. Uh, April uh, April 2020. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm just glitching out. But but yeah. The T1000 stuck a fork into yeah. my my uh. skull there for a second. Yeah. Like little arcs of electricity like fucked yeah. up my speech patterns. Uh, what did you do for 420? I, it was really similar. I mean, it was a raging party um, of doing having just kind of a normal day. I think every day is 420 in California because weed is legal. So I think it's really kind of lost its like. Um, excitement uh, to be honest I yeah. mean right like maybe in the past it was like one day when cops would maybe look the other way for a minute or something but now it's just like well have at it <laughs> legalize it it is <laughs> so oh, it's over shit. we can't sing that song anymore no no I mean federally oh federally oh okay yeah. well yeah. yeah I mean you might as well it seems to be working out okay in California as far as I can tell I see no difference personally but yeah, no, it's all good. Except uh, less people go to jail. That's good. And I think that's good. Especially now with this thing, because aren't they just like releasing everybody that they can? Because th- if they're in there and they get the COVID, then it just spreads through the prison. I think that's true. And you know what I just recently saw, speaking of 420 and all that kind of stuff, um, Madonna, she uh, is making sure that prisoners are going to get their masks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is she handcrafting them? I don't think so. In her, in her <laughs> like palace. She doesn't do England? that. No. She doesn't do that. She's not like a hands-on Mm-mm. kind of a maker type of person. No. No, not at yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, the only making she does is millions. That's right. She makes money. Boom. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Madonna. It's money making, you oh, know. Wouldn't that be the dream? What if Madonna sponsored a podcast? Our podcast. Not oh. just any. Then I could die and everything would be fine. It'd be all over. I just touched my face, man. Oh, shit. Didn't you wash your hands? I did, like, like 800 times. I think you're okay. Scrubbed un- under my fingernails. Wow. Look at you go. Oh, man. Cleaning Dude, yourself? Making like lists? What is happening? Yeah, yeah who is this? <laughs> what is this madness that Nixon has put <laughs> upon us? Um, so, how about for the main topic of the evening? Oh, okay. Why are we here? What are we doing? What are we talking about? <laughs> Where am I going? Who what am I? 
Who are Wh- you? Where did I come from? Wow. We're going to get in trouble here with these songs. You better be quiet. Are we? Right? We're going to get a cease and desist for me um, humming that melody. You know how briefly? Them, them YouTubers do. I'll, I'll edit it out. I'll no, put in won't. like a no, like a heavy metal riff <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> That's why you need to get your little seven oh seven out here, man. I do. I got to get that thing soldered up. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I kind of alluded to um, to it a little earlier. You know, those things that you that maybe you see over and over, like experiences that you've had, or dream, you know, recurring dreams, history thoughts, repeats itself. Uh, or songs, you know, that are, yeah. that get stuck in your head. Um, and so this is episode um, 49 overall of the podcast. This is COVID-19 mixtape episode number eight, though. So we're number eight. So eight we are weeks of our COVID-19. Yeah, eight weeks of the COVID-19 mixtape slash playlist. Now, somebody was telling me we haven't actually been sheltering in place for eight weeks. But I kind of beg to differ. I think things started to go off the rails like eight weeks ago. Well, I think there was a point where they kind of made it mandatory. But before that, for maybe a couple of weeks, we were kind of like already sort of on lockdown. Like yeah. kind of following best recommended practices or whatever. Yeah. Because we're sheep, you know, and like wake up sheeple. Like it's all. <laughs> Can I tell you how much I hate that word? Sheeple. <laughs> really hate it. <laughs> Me too. I Oof. know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's probably it probably hasn't officially been eight weeks, but this, by this uh, measurement, our measurement, the only measurement that we're matters, measuring it by eight weeks, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so this COVID-19. is COVID nineteen. This, this is, is eight. track eight on the playlist. And what is it? So we chose a special song. It's very special. <laughs> it's very near and dear to our hearts. By a special guy. Yeah. He's a special little guy. Isn't he? <laughs> um, so we chose Movies of Myself by Rufus Wainwright. Yeah. From the, what was it, 2003, I 2004 think so. release, one, one, Rufus Wainwright. If you haven't, if you have no idea what we're talking about, look it up. It's worth, it's worth a listen even now. Yeah, the whole album is really, really good. Um, that's another one that I completely overdosed on and only recently can like come back to and actually listen to it and enjoy it because i like listen to it too much yeah, too same. obsessively or whatever same yeah but the song that we picked is uh movies of myself and i don't know it's got some it's got some interesting like lyrical themes i think and like stuff that that kind of fits the fits the theme well yeah and i think it's kind of um interesting that he chose that movies of myself before like selfies and social media kind of totally exploded Mm. he's probably talking like about home movies he's really probably talking about you know i guess i mean you you kind of say that and stuff and we were talking about this the other night when we were thinking about like what the fuck is the next song (laughs) and um because we do like hours and hours of pre-production i mean this is all scripted we do like three <laughs> rehearsals a week <laughs> well we do uh, a little bit of arguing i'll say that oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah you are disagreeable <laughs> as fuck and me too i i don't know if i don't know if you're as disagreeable as um 
Naomi Campbell. But I think I think you might be. Wow. No. Wow. I think you're nicer about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, definitely to me. You might not be to like somebody else that you didn't like care as much about. You might be kind of like a little more abrasive. Hmm. And so does disagreeable mean like if I go like, well, I don't know if that's really the right song. Like maybe we should look for another one. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I mean, I think like the the definition of disagreeable is just like not agreeing on, you know, not like just automatically like saying, oh, I gotcha. oh yep, yep, th- I'm on board with that. You know, if you really aren't, you're going to let me know, which okay. is, I think is good and stuff like disagreeableness is like not a bad thing. Got it. Um, but maybe it gets t- old sometimes. It can be. Yeah. It can be like if you're just a straight up bitch about it, you know. But you're not, ever. You've never been in your whole entire life. Um, (laughs) God, I used used the B word again. What kind of a person are you? Not directed to you. No? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. Fuck. I can take it. Um, Because, you know, I I can be like that. You know, like that is my my natural state. And I, I work hard. Yeah. To remove myself from my natural state. But, uh, you know, I slip up. I do. I admit it. So you think it's more like home movies that, that he's talking about. But I really think that it's just like the mental. I think he's thinking like, because I do this. And I, I feel like Rufus and I probably have some similarities, you know. Like we're way different people or whatever, but I kind of feel like that's where this that's where this song is sort of coming from. It's like he's replaying these things that have happened in his life over and over and over again. His memory of and himself. It's like, <clears throat> and really, memory is like that, you know. Like, yeah, y- you've said that you're a very you're a very visual person, and I, I know that. And I don't think I am as much, but still, there are certain things that I see over and over, experiences from the past or whatever you know, that I kind of like relive either in a, when I'm just thinking or like nodding off to sleep or dreaming or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I, what it brought up for me. Mm -hmm. But then like also movies of of yourself can be like obsessing, right? Yeah. Because, or, you know, like obsessing, like I did listening to this album. Right. You know, where it's like, you just do it so much over and over and over again that you like, you can't, fucking you can't handle it anymore right or whatever so it, it sort of has this like madness at aspect to it to me too where you're kind of like what week is it you know you're just like right yeah i've done this so many disconnected times with what's actually going yeah. on and just thinking about over and over like what happened before right and i think like in this particular situation where we're all at home movies of myself to me also makes me think of like oh we're gonna have a video chat oh we're gonna get on zoom oh we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a selfie right? video it's oh, like we're literally movies movies of yourself all day long for all these different reasons sometimes it's work sometimes it's for fun but basically like you're just constantly taking movies of yourself even if they're not recorded it's like for me i feel like in this situation i'm seeing myself on video over and over and over and over again through all these meetings and calls and stuff and so (laughs) that to me starts to feel like a loop like (laughs) here i am i'm back on the screen again and it's really distracting because you're not supposed to see yourself when you're talking or whatever i don't know it's very unnatural 
it is unnatural and especially like with the delay like that's inherent in you know technology right now <laughs> like with video call you know there's like a just yeah. enough of a slight delay to like kind of throw you off a little bit and remove you from the situation a little <coughs> bit i mean it, this it does that for me i really dislike video we were we were talking about this before too like video um meetings and chats and stuff like that but i like this experience well and i work you know for a com- almost completely remote company too so i do it all the time for work yeah so for work it's like something i've grown to be fine with and accept and like, sure or whatever and i think like this experience of being home and not being able to like go see my family or whatever but having the ability to do video chats and stuff has been like oh okay it's kind of helpful i actually like it and it's good to me it still feels like work Unfortunately. Yeah. It, there's, a, there's a, a strong work association <laughs> with like video. I have a very low tolerance for nonsense on these calls because yeah. it's just like, I just want to like get off of it because it just feels like a meeting, even if it's just with a friend. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So. Well, and, and here we are taking movies uh, of yeah. ourselves every week now. <laughs> hey. Here we are once and again. Then, I don't know. Do you ever watch the, these? I do. Like a little bit? A little or? bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, you know. I've been editing the uh, video. Yeah, you have. Look at you go. Figured out how to do that. Syncing up the audio. Yeah. Thank goodness, because I don't have time for that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it does cut into my video game time, but I'm cool with it because like, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a creative outlet or whatever. And it's, it's a, it's a good thing to learn how to do. Thank you for making that sacrifice, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. You know, it's a big deal or whatever, but it feels good. You know, I mean, I take my hat off to you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, babe. And you're welcome. Gigantic audience that loves watching and listening to this. I know. I mean, by the time somebody actually watches these things, we'll have it all figured out. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, it's going to be like a Swiss watch up in this piece. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nathaniel Hornblower is going to, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Right. He's going to approve. He's going to get in here and direct, you know? Um, yeah. So like I listened to the song again today and there's also, um, a Facebook live. Maybe there's an Instagram live also from Rufus that he's been doing a song every day. Oh yeah. The, uh, quarantunes, quarantunes. And, um, I wasn't really expecting that much out of that. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember I saw maybe it was like the second day or the third day and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like he's, you know, at home, like, and I just kind of thought maybe he was just doing like a couple lines from a song or something. Oh, like a one-off or like. Yeah. But no, around. he's like doing a full blown performance, performance uh, each day without you know, on the weekend every day um, of a song of his. And like this one in particular is worth looking up because he, you know, just plays on, on the piano and just does it like totally acapella. No mic. I mean, someone's just filming him on a phone. And right. Like, it's just him singing with the piano. It, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can uh, sing. That guy's got an amazing voice. It's, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's even uh, maybe gotten better over time. Mm. Because I felt like when we saw him in concert, I thought, well, he's probably, this is probably like the peak. Yeah. You know. That was like in the middle or maybe even toward the end of a big tour, too. And like, I remember, I think like... So when we saw Rufus, we saw him in Sacramento and it was like right before or right after the big shows that were actually uh, recorded for like the 
DVD oh, release yeah. of one one or yep. whatever that came out after the album from did, the San Francisco a year later. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't remember if it was before or after, but like his voice was pretty shredded when we saw him. Yeah. Like some of those high notes that he was holding out, like you would crack or break on every once in a while. Right. But that was probably just because he like gave it his all yeah. in the recording, which makes sense. So it was a, like a messy show sort of, but it was more fun that way. It was, yeah. It was great. It was amazing. Super um, good. But those quarantines are worth, worth watching. I feel like, because he's just funny. He's a funny person. At least he's my kind of humor. He makes me laugh. Even if he's not trying to make you laugh. Like, he's yeah. just funny. It's kind of silly. And, he al- and these are also robe recitals. So he's in his robe, you know, and he's never dressed. And so um, sometimes his robe is kind of short, you know. Is that exciting? <laughs> Not particularly. Like a forbidden fruit <laughs> situation or something? <laughs> for for me personally, no. For other people, probably. I mean, I'm not sexually attracted to him because I know he's gay. You know what I mean? But I do find him charming and uh, entertaining. Mm. I mean, I feel like I could hang out with him and we could be, you know, buddies. Yeah, like Karen and Jack. Yeah, like Karen and Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> Except blink he'd, he'd probably be Karen. Pretend I mean. to talk to somebody. <laughs> Look that way. Oh, hi. Pretend to talk to somebody. Blink, blink, blink. Oh, honey. Oh. <laughs> Can I talk to your manager? <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I actually I kind of kicked myself that we didn't um, talk to him at his show. I mean, we hung around long enough to. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. To do that. But we, I think we were. Um, yeah. We lost our nerve. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wonder. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He seemed a little unapproachable to me. True. Um, the other part of this song that I think really kind of makes sense for this playlist is that there is some desperation here, and I think there's a lot of desperation in this album. But I think it's because of a either unrequited love or a heartbreak or wanting to go back to the past and fix something or bring something back that's gone um to me that's like his he's going in these circles in the song you know yeah um start giving me something a love that's longer than a day stop making my heart sing or sell or sing or whatever something that it, it doesn't want to say yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh i turn that corner already have run uh-huh. like you know it's just kind of like I'm coming back to the same old, same old, like patterns, man. Yep. But I like my favorite line from the song is that little, um, you know, a Saturday evening post edition by Jesus or a little piece of bacon never eaten by Elvis. I feel like if you found either one of those objects, you know, if you like something that would be in the Inquirer, you know, it would make like national news. Woman finds Saturday evening post written by Jesus, you know, (laughs) New at five, um, <laughs> like uh, or if you Is that actually some, like alien shit or something. Um, I no, it's just like uh, the most ridiculous thing you can think of, isn't it? Yeah. Why it's would pretty Jesus ridiculous. write the Saturday Evening Post? Yeah. Um. Also, I don't even think he like wrote like English. I don't even think he wrote anything. Actually, wasn't he a carpenter? <laughs> 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 what a carpenter can't write. Jeez, man. Well, fucking prejudice against carpenters much? Does he even have paper? I mean, come on. So, anyway, <laughs> well, maybe we wrote some beautiful music we don't know about. Papyrus, man. Some Jesus music that we have missed. But, um, like, if you found a piece of bacon, okay, like on the road, 
There's just a piece of bacon. It's on the side of the road. And and it was half eaten. And somehow you knew that, that was Elvis's Elvis bacon? had eaten the other part of it. Wouldn't you feel like a miracle had happened or something? Like, like a rainbow came down and you just were like, I figured this out. It's amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I would not be interested in that at all. Wouldn't it make the I mean, best story of all time? Do you think there's literally like some preserved piece of bacon at like Graceland or something like that? That's like on a plate. Did it, you went to Graceland. You didn't go in the museum. I wouldn't go in. You protested. <laughs> Another time. Um, maybe there is a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Okay. Fried that they like dipped in copper or something i mean oh well that's what i'm thinking like yeah uh, yeah that's but possible yeah i don't that is a f- kind of a funny line i guess i don't know <laughs> you don't like it do you <laughs> not really Why the not? bacon the bacon kind of bugs me a little piece of bacon never eaten by elvis was that why is that first off you? i mean the first line is like so sacrilegious man you know and you know how much i love jizo <laughs> Well, anybody. You know how much I love Elvis. Anybody that loves Jesus, definitely call him Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah I do, and so um, I am just impressed with the fact that this particular line um, is sung over this weird little like up and down and over and in and out little melody that makes like no sense and is impossible to sing combined with words that are just like a big mouthful of nonsense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of like, um, that's kind of like the fun of Rufus. It's like, well, I'll have some chocolate cake, you know, with some chocolate mousse on the top, you know, and then I'll have a side of chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I'll, I'll have like a chocolate whipped cream enema. <laughs> And that's a, it's a little too much, but you know, it's funny and fun. Yeah. I think that was the first thing uh, about Rufus that, uh, that like got me hooked was like, holy shit. Like the lyrics, like, and actually sitting down, listening to the music and reading along with the lyrics and stuff and hearing how he like would take lines over the bars and stuff like that of the music and everything. Like, and yeah the phrasing and all this stuff i don't know it just was like wow it'll mess impressive it'll mess with your head a little bit because it is so impressive and he seems to just do it like for shits and giggles it is it doesn't seem to really uh, cause him a lot of strife it it just sort of like off the cuff you know what i mean yeah sort of happens and but that's part of the charm right well we are the rufus wainwright fan club of america i think that's probably true. No, it's not true. He no. actu- he's actually, and uh, people are watching his quarantines. Oh, good. Yeah. Is he getting a lot of, uh, I think he's got some, some, a lot of action. I think so. Cool. I know. Good for Rufus. I want to go live in his house. Yeah. It's really nice. I'll go camp in his yard. <laughs> I know. He has this really nice house in LA. Huh. Yeah. Looks like a nice place to hang out. <laughs> Looks like a nice place to be quarantined. It does, you know? Yeah. But like we said, no matter how nice your house is, if you gotta stay there, it might not be so nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's also part of that so- part of this song, the movies of myself, where he's like uh, talking about putting that old dog down. That makes me think of like, you know, like killing nostalgia or whatever. Like the movie. Like eventually, you just have to like, like, dude. If I kept listening to 
uh, Radiohead The Bends <laughs> like I did for, you know, about two months in 1995. Like, I literally, I'd probably be in a mental institution. <laughs> you know? Good thing I stepped in there, huh? Yeah. It, it sp- inspired me in so many ways. <laughs> Much like Radiohead did. I think I interrupted the Radiohead is kind of what I meant. It was a girl interrupted situation. Yeah. <laughs> it was um yeah no like so eventually it's like when you when you have the these patterns or these like movies or these things you're telling yourself you have to like find some way to interrupt them and i yeah that putting the old dog down thing it's like man this thing is really like whatever purpose it had i mean it's sad like you know yeah but the thing it's suffering Right. Well, it's you. You're the thing that's suffering. Exactly. Yeah. And um, there is something to that. There, you can't always just keep dabbling in nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you really do have to let it go. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the theme of this week is letting go and letting God. <laughs> just giving in. You you said uh, you said something funny. You said you thought that uh, the song was just about Rufus trying to bone straight guys. Yeah, I think there's something to that. Well, see, he had to stop doing the same old thing. Rufus's deal was like he always fell in love with straight guys. Well, what a terrible situation, you know. You can't ever really take that very far, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. maybe that's his trap that he always falls into. That tender trap. <laughs> um, but yeah like so the other thing i realized about this situation that we're in and the movies of yourself is that celebrities are also making movies of themselves and they're making them all the time and at home and in all kinds of situations which right. they're doing that anyway but now they're like really doing it you oh, know yeah. what i mean like, it's cranked up like it's definitely yeah there's some extra juice behind it because there's n- they can't perform they can't go do their thing you know which is really uh, hard for performers and um i have to say there's part of me that wishes that this particular situation could have happened i mean i wish it couldn't happen at all but if it had to happen in like 1995 i would have been in like hog heaven man yeah but how would you have been able to see it well what you really wish (coughs) is that you were yourself from 1995 or 96 <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. And they, so we had uh, social media, we right. had all this video ability right. and stuff. Because otherwise, you would have just been watching like people send in VHS tapes to <laughs> MTV or something yeah. like that to play yeah. them. And like, <laughs> right. It would have been pretty fucked up. They would have been called in via satellite. Um, yeah, you're right. Unless there's a part of me that can't really indulge in all this, you know, right now. Um, but I, yeah. I would have been way deep into it because, like, I had this like major celebrity obsession. Yeah, like I know. Bad. You had one. I had it, but you know, I put that old dog down. You know, <laughs> killed that nostalgia <laughs> for the old celebrity obsession. Don't you right? know? Haven't I mean, you you've kind of had to moderate some of that. Sad times. That's <laughs> that's a real had to grow up. situation. I had to grow up and quit yeah. worrying about what celebrities do. Peter Pan finally had to grow up, man. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> That's me. Just wanted to be, a, you know, stay a kid, stay a boy oh, forever right. or whatever. <laughs> that was always my dream, to be a kid forever. <laughs> oh, man. How's my hair? Uh-oh. Did I get a little thing? There you go. 
All, all better. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the touch up. Yep. Yeah. So that's uh, that's movies of myself. Check out uh, Rufus Wainwright. Uh, I'm one one. And my, my favorite, my favorite Rufus album in Quarantunes. And listen to the song. Let us know what you think. Um, if you guys have any ideas or thoughts for other songs that yeah. would make a good addition to the COVID nineteen mixtape, let us know. I know. Hopefully, this is f- it's sort of fun for us to be able to do this and like kind of think about it in that way. It gives us a project to do. Um, yeah, true. And so, if you want to participate in that and let us know, then send them our way. And yeah. hopefully, all you out there are finding some sort of like projects to do stuff too to keep yourself sane it's necessary you gotta have a project yeah whether it's baking you know uh sourdough rye or um i don't know planting your garden or something like that or playing uh hours and hours of uh uh video games yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) dude i beat uh the fourth um I uh I got the fourth um, Divine Beast on Breath of the Wild today. Oh wow! Mere hours ago. Wow. <laughs> what do you want to do to celebrate? It was intense. I want to record a podcast. Can we do that? Oh, we did it. Whoa! We celebrated. We did? Did yeah. it happen? It's it's, it's like I it's blinked happening. and it all happened. Awesome. Just my like my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just like these days and days and days. Of the situation. It just happened. That's right, man. It just keeps happening, and it's just going to happen as long as it's going to happen. All right. Well, let's. And that's what's happening. All right. So and let's. That's the news from Lake Wobegon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, where all the kids are above average. Oh, I have a foot cramp so fucking <laughs> bad. <laughs> okay. Well, then it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> I better go hydrate. All right. Uh, babe, I love you. I love you too, babe. Did I say that right? <laughs> I love you, babe. Babe, I still love you. Oh, cool. All right. right. (laughs) Later.